0: hey guys welcome back to episode 19 of hashtag backstage with redesign today's uh, episode is going to be really iconic because we are doing it with uh, india's drag icon sushant devgikar he's forbes 30 under 30 asia he is uh, a singer actor performer mr gay india 2014 um, a reality tv star and so much more i mean it's just he's just a powerhouse of talent he's been on MTV, on Colours, on Big Boss, on Saregamapa and if you look at his singing skills it's gonna give you goosebumps honestly speaking I've had the privilege of uh, meeting him back in uh, 2011 when we were in college and he was uh, helping us do choreography for our dance team and fortunately we won that competition in Gandhinagar and today I've got the chance to pick his brain again for our uh, podcast which is hashtag backstage with redesign so he'll be joining us any minute right now for uh, a good chit chat of 45 minutes where we pick his brain about growing up, how he got into performing arts his experience through the media and entertainment industry for uh, everybody who is joining us for the first time redesign does hashtag backstage as a series of interviews with uh, talented people from media and entertainment, fitness, arts, design, you name it, for everybody from the creative industry who is uh, looking to monetize the talent and um, being able to take the talent to the world. This podcast serves the function of um, taking their voice, taking their story to a larger number of people and sharing with the world what it takes to actually make it. So, this is our second attempt at today's episode. Any minute, Sushant should be live with us and... um, we will have all of the chance to ask him the questions that we have. Please feel free to write all of your questions in comments in the meantime I'm going to try and add him unfortunately Sundays are really tight for uh, Instagram as well because there's so many people going live together there's a lot of network congestion that happens and uh, there's a time lag between um, Uh, live sessions and chats so I hope that doesn't happen we've had that happening to one of our previous episodes where we were having an amazing time speaking to some uh, speaking to an amazing fitness uh, uh, icon we couldn't take through that episode but we really hope we do this time Hi Chikisha, Monty, Vishal, Kridius, Swinti, everybody thanks for joining on Sunday what are you guys doing on Instagram on Sunday evening? everybody spending all of their time on Instagram. Um, yeah, he was in Big Boss. And he was... Uh, I think he went up to the semi-finals and uh, did a great performance there as well. was really appreciated there. So, awesome. I think we have him now. So, I have given all of you guys a fair bit of introduction. But I don't want to drag it too much. Because we are going to get to hear his story right from... Uh, in his own words, he's also known as Rani Kohinoor in his drag performance arts. So let's. Hi, Sujan. Hi. What's up? How are you doing? All good. All good. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really glad we are able to connect and your network work. So kick to do this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that it is working. So, uh, thanks for having me. One sec. I'm just gonna like adjust this.
0: Okay. Great. You look great. Uh, I was, uh, just telling everybody about. Your profile. Congratulations on Forbes 30 Asia Class of 2020. Big one, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was crazy. So I have given everybody a huge long introduction. You know about redesign, right? There's a lot of young college kids uh, who are from the design, arts, entertainment backgrounds, and they're trying to make their mark in the industry. And so we do right. this uh, podcast, hashtag backstage, where we bring icons like you who could share the story your words of encouragement about what these kids need to do also, a lot of uh, grown-ups and adults who need a lot of awareness about LGBTQIA issues uh, about mental health issues and so much more that we have to talk about for everyone, I met Sushant back in 2011 very briefly, I don't know, obviously you wouldn't remember because he's met like 100,000 people after that but I had a chance to uh, meet him in person and the most, and the warmest soul ever So Sushant, go for it. Your stage, please tell us your story
1: I mean, uh, I think a lot of people have uh, heard about my story but you want to ask me something specific Um, I remember when I was uh, still uh, a choreographer and I used to dance that's when I had met you at NIFT and and, and I was trying to help you all choreograph that piece uh, for an inter inter-college festival or something like that and it was a lot of fun but that is when I used to dance uh, you know sort of professionally and uh, Mm. I was with Terence Lewis's uh, academy I was a trainer Um, yeah and then uh, you know I completed my education I got my master's degree in industrial psychology Um, and then you know sort of uh, I I never knew when I sort of got into the entertainment industry because I essentially didn't want to. It was not my. Uh, it was not on. It was not a, like the. It was on one on my bucket list as such. Uh, it just so happened that my uh, brother asked me to, uh, you know, audition for this one, uh, T V C, and I got it. Uh, I mean, after I think I got the second, uh, you know, T V C that I would ever auditioned for, and. Uh, okay from then on I kept doing like a lot of uh, uh, advertisements I kind of did a couple of advertisements and then I did my first tv show Uh, then music happened music actually was my first love you know I wanted to actually honestly be a musician right from the beginning I also wanted to uh, play uh, instruments but I tried doing that and I couldn't Uh, it, it was just I realized that the one instrument that I need to concentrate on is my voice so uh, that is what I kind of honed and took forward. Yeah apart from that it's been quite a journey because uh, I mean I represented the country on several occasions that is I think my highlight where I got to be on uh, the board of directors for a lot of international organizations and represent India. Uh, as well as I represented my country in uh, uh, the capacity of uh, participating in uh, contests and uh, various conferences as first an Indian and then anything else Mm. you know Mm. so that uh, that is something that I really really will uh, cherish throughout my life and um, I think that that is what uh, a lot of people need to understand is that you know you could be Uh, a lot of things we are all so different right but I think that one thing that gets brings us together is uh, the fact that and this is why we have nationalities where you know like we have common sentiment you have community sentiment and I think that that uh, should be above everything else so yes we have uh, we may agree to disagree on a lot of things but um, you know anything or anybody that is anti-national I can't tolerate Uh, and that doesn't mean anti-government anti national is anti your country so there is a lot of people that get get that twisted so i mean you know and and then there is so, so much intersectionality between um, your being as part of another uh, sort of discriminated uh, sub community or a minority which mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately uh, i think i you know i don't want to belong to like i first of all don't understand why people call it the lgbt community it's not like right. we sat together and you know created yep. a club uh, and, and started becoming members, right? So it's uh, it's not like we want to, it's not like I'm asking for, we're not asking for um, how, my, minority status either. We're not asking for uh, reservation. We're just basically asking people to respect us. And that is what I think that uh, I kind of was able to do with uh, the help of my art, mm-hmm. which was my singing and my performance art and drag uh, is how I could sort of take it to the next level and uh, explain to people that first I'm an artist uh, and then I'm anything else just like when I'm representing my country first I'm Indian and then I'm everything else so I think it's been a journey where I've uh, sort of from being very naive to uh, I think I didn't have a choice I had to just boss up and just be a boss ass bitch.
0: And yeah, so, uh, if I, I, I really across... think you you being so humble about your whole journey and evolution, because uh, right from the point where you got your first TV show and there is this one particular performance, Sushant, where uh, I think uh, you're performing "Amera Ham and your uh, back was against the camera and you were singing the male voice and that switch uh, to of that, that voice
1: that, that was jaan Ya
0: yeah that was insane and uh, there's a lot of people who haven't been lucky enough to watch all of your performances um, on youtube or uh, anywhere else so i'm going to be requesting you to sing a few lines towards the end of this episode so please please do do us that favor towards the end but how was that experience um, when you uh, performed at Sarigamapa and you know like a national stage where so many people watch you how did that transition happen was that after the tv show like how did you how did you do that
1: Saregama pa was just last year like 2018-19 mm-hmm. uh, but between that I did a lot of shows as Sushant but this was the first show I did in drag as Rani Gohinud. Yeah, and I did it as a participant because I wanted to a lot of people ask me why you know you should be on the jury or something like uh, because you're an established artist you know it's So, but I said yeah maybe but as Sushant I am I'm not established as Rani. So the thing is, as an artist, you know, you have to be always humble uh, in terms of, um, you know, sort of be grounded and centered mm-hmm. and and know what your reality and your status is. A lot of times we are very delusional. We like to, uh, you know, fan our own bravado and our egos, which then when, you know, the, in, in reality, when somebody just like, you know, slaps you with reality, and then you're just like, you're not ready and prepared for it. So you need to prepare yourself for um as they say you know um crisis but when when i say crisis uh, control uh, is because when you uh, you know make yourself capable of uh, for the worst case scenario so i was right. i was always uh, you know very uh, uh, realistic in my approach i was not like uh, you know in terms of i did not um, have unrealistic expectations out of myself and that is why I think I've always been very happy I've always been very um, you know satisfied with what I have um, and I have worked hard for what I wanted it's mm. not like I've cried for what I don't have because I think that you know I'm in a better situation than a lot of other people a lot of people don't realize that you're so much in such a better position to uh, you know in your life than so many other people yeah. that you know we, we complain about oh my god I'm you know my makeup isn't good today or I'm like this today or I'm like that today but there are people who don't even have don't know where their next meal is coming from so you know I realized that I need to put uh, you know represent a minority that is not being represented because I Mm -hmm. could have just sat at home like I can still sit at home and just not say or do anything and just be like oh it's not affecting me right so yeah. I, if I wanted to do that, I would just sit at home and not do anything about it. But if I had to get on the Forbes list, I didn't get yeah. on the Forbes list, which is one of the most prestigious lists in the world. And as an right. Indian and as a as a as a queer LGBT Indian, which no not where not a lot of people have gotten there. Yeah. So it's I didn't get there by just sitting at home and just you know hosting a pity party for myself and saying that oh my God things are not happening the way I wanted to. If I've not yeah. tried, uh, you know, going and making an effort, how is it? How do you expect uh, people? So there's Absolutely. a lot of people that expect. So I said that I have to, um, you know, get there. Um, I have to kind of uh, get there with my own hard work. And uh, and it, right. you know, it's not like a big deal. I hate making a big deal out of everything that I've achieved, because it's not like you'll you'll get success. You will, uh, you know, you'll find success uh, eventually, but you have to be at it you can't you nowadays people don't have patience i have been true. working for 14 years okay i started when i was 16 uh you know in the, as an entertainer 16 years old was probably one of my first uh you know uh, experiences with with in front of the camera and then uh, in front of the audiences you know in front of big audiences when I was 17, 18 and then mm-hmm. you know uh, my first show was on TV as a 19 year old 20. at 20 I was 20. nominated for the Indian Television Academy Awards which was a very big deal because nobody at that yeah. young was nominated as a host so my uh, co-nominees were Manish Paul uh, yes. Hussain, Kuwait Jarwala and Anu uh, Anu Kapoor who is so senior, older than my dad so they true. were the other people that were nominated with me as the best host on TV so for me, my nomination was the uh, my award, award yes. the fact that I was nominated only was my award Right. so the thing is that uh, and you know since then I have done uh, plenty of shows on TV as in the capacity of a host, my own shows or whether it is uh, reality TV, whether it is fiction whether it is, uh, you know, uh, the, the internet, the digital space, mm-hmm. I've basically, or the radio, I've, I've done everything. I've had my own column in the paper. But my thing Absolutely. is when I did Saregama uh, Pa as Rani Kogi Noor, I said that, you know, this is uh, an art form that is very misrepresented and underrepresented right. in our country. Mm-hmm. People don't understand what is drag. So let me tell you what drag is. Yes, you know, drag is basically a performance art. Now, drag is not only done by gay people
2: hmm.
1: <coughs> or people from the LGBT community. It is, uh, drag is for everybody and by everybody. Like, ev- anyone okay. can do drag. Okay, uh, drag is not a foreign import. America or oh. Europe didn't create drag. We have had drag. Let me just show you a picture there. Can you see this? Uh, this was, yeah, the on one on the back of, yeah, of Midday and there is mm-hmm. there was this one. Photo shoot i had done you know let me just get it for you because people need to really understand when they are against lgbt yes. and performance yes, art please. let me please tell them that you. it has At been part meantime, of, it has been part of your cultural heritage and your uh, you have inherited it whether you like it or not in uh, your inheritance and it's such a beautiful world out there but we are so selectively hateful so let me just get this yes. picture it's a beautiful picture and i'm sure a lot of people might have seen it earlier wait
0: sure and for uh, everybody who doesn't know Forbes 30 under 30 Asia list, Sushant is the very first Indian to have made it to that list which is an insanely huge deal and um, I think it's just one of the biggest achievements that um, anybody has uh, done in a long time which is which is great. Yeah, Sushant, you back.
1: Yeah, so you know, like can you see this?
0: Right. So
1: this is Ardhanareshwar. okay now in Ardhanareshwar, what happens it is the synergy of the male and female energy now this is uh, an example of how a person can be gender fluid
2: mm.
1: now this is not a theory that you and me created right
2: right
1: this is one of our gods, there for ages of and... gods. yeah ever since before civilization happened and so this is what we believe right when we get right. the cultural sort of argument in everything and uh, yeah. you know so this is for those those type of people now there have been several other references like Shikhandi has been there and uh, you know in our mm, in our kings and queens palaces uh, you know we had men perform as women because women were not allowed to perform uh, right. it was considered uh, uh, unhealthy for women to perform in front of other men you know regressive mentality definitely mm. but as a function of which men started performing as female characters. Now that is drag my friend That is Got drag. it okay and, and we don't need uh, yes definitely we can enjoy a show like RuPaul's Drag Race because it is it's extremely entertaining and you know it, it talks about you know wonderful fashion and uh, all of that and pop mm. culture definitely but we are Also, the creators of drag, we have been, we have, I don't understand why we don't embrace it. Today, when you see shows like RuPaul's Drag Race and shows related to drag doing so well internationally, you still don't, we still don't know what our cultural heritage is. We have been honing talents that are drag artists forever now.
2: Right.
1: The problem with the youth in our country is that we are so dissociated uh, from our cultural heritage and lineage that it is, it, it is appalling, it's shocking.
0: Very true. So, very true. Uh, also, because I don't think there's a lot of uh, content being made around it. Very few people, uh, I mean we have now for young uh, adults and I really specifically was also speaking to Rachita yesterday, she's also an LGBTQ uh, activist, uh, talking about the need for young adults to have that conversation with their icons and possibly reaching out to people uh, who they can get the from or the right cultural references from
1: right you know but that'll only happen when we stop consuming rubbish yes if you're going to consume, right. uh, going to consume uh, content that uh, dehumanizes LGBT people on one hand and then say on yeah. the other hand that you know we are for LGBT stop it stop with the hypocrisy we don't want it we, I don't need anybody's hypocrisy and you're not paying my bills so your opinions are yeah. your opinions but they're not facts Facts are facts, right? Okay. So my thing is that you know we can talk about women empowerment. The, all these, uh, you know, t- uh, it, it's it's crazy that you know some of some actresses uh, and some um, girls in the entertainment industry would talk about uh, feminism and they don't understand the meaning of feminism. First of all, let me tell you that. Okay, I okay. am. Uh, in my opinion, everyone is should be a feminist. Uh, that's if you understand what the meaning of feminism is. Now, this is like yeah. extremism. It's not feminism. Some some of these girls, and on the other hand, it's so hypocritical of them and so ironic that they will dance to songs which have lyrics that sensationalize and uh, absolutely objectify yes. themselves. Yes. And on the other at the other hand, they will go out and talk about women empowerment. So it is very shocking for me to even yeah. look at them in you know. And and I'm, what are you talking about? I mean, have you been educated about what you're, or uh, have you been like asked to say this for some money, or why you why are you doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in my opinion, uh, you know, no particular gender or no particular community should be given in a democracy uh, more weightage or more, uh, you know, how do I say this, like uh, more opportunities, or let's put it like this that no community or no person from a community or caste or religion or uh, you know sexual minority should be treated any lesser than anyone else
0: right absolutely absolutely that's an
1: egalitarian yeah. society
0: yeah yeah and we are we are victims of that right now i mean as we speak we the kind of uh, environment system that we are in um, situations news that we read the kind of news that is fed i'd say then we are selective reading more than the type of content that is produced voluntarily uh, is also very regressive, very uh, patriarchal and um, uh, uninformed to be honest. And I think we need more and more uh, content creators who will speak about it and are given the freedom of speech to do that and- Yeah, um, you know,
1: so, so so there are, uh, you know, you, you won't believe it. There are people who speak up about these things. Okay, so there's Prajakta Kohli. who is a friend and who also is one of the leading female influencers in India and uh, one of the faces of YouTube India especially so she is you know she does a lot of work the Sejal Kumar that you know speaks about feminism through her music through her art there are a lot of influencers who are like Divya Garwal is there so there are a lot of them Malishka, uh, Rohini all Mm. of these girls you know they speak about feminism and they speak about feminism from a uh, centered point of view. It's not uh, yeah. skewed negatively to put down men. Uh, right. Okay, and, and then to generalize like it is very harmful uh, for people when when someone generalizes about any community or any gender or uh, any such sort of uh, you know group yeah. or subgroup based on gender and religion and, and some uh, you know such uh, uh, dimensions. So I would just say that yes you can have your opinion but one thing is that everybody should be a feminism especially in a country that has majorly been a patriarchal society like you know we are you cannot run away from it like we are a patriarchal uh, we have patriarchal mindsets even today and it's regressive and so to kind of curb that everyone has to be a feminist. A feminist is not somebody who puts down men for you know for pleasure like to you know show them down and dehumanize men no, that yeah. is not a feminist a feminist will always talk about equity and equality and equal opportunity for women so and you True.
0: don't have to be a I female to be to a feminist really ask you this, sorry sorry please go ahead
1: yeah no 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 I'm done
0: go ahead so uh, I mean uh, what, you, what you were just saying it resonates a lot for the reason that uh, I believe the sense of confidence or the right principles or values that a person carries in their behavior, and it just simply when you're speaking to someone, it would really show if that's coming from a point inside them where they really believe in it, or it's just something that they, that they just want to say in front of the camera, off camera, like you said. So it's got a lot to do with self-esteem, um, and which comes from a point of parenting, and do you think that affects how people grow up to be? Um, because I think that's played a huge part in your journey and that's really crucial to all the young adult's journeys as well.
1: It definitely it comes from parenting because family is the first institution a child is born into. Yeah, it's, a, it's it is, Whether you like it or not, it is the reality of life. So a child is not born racist, homophobic, bigoted. Yeah. A child is born a child. Now, what the child learns around him, her or them uh, is based on how the child has been primed in the first and most basic institution, which is family. Then, and you know, the thing is that now I'll tell you one more thing before we go any forward. When I make sense like this, because I actually (laughs) have made an effort and gotten my education, people consider me to be niche why and this is one thing I'd like to tell you and then they'll tell me oh you talk about being Indian and then you know being you know supporting Indian um, uh, artisans and Indian uh, uh, worker, Indian talent and Indian artists and uh, of course so so, but why do you talk in English uh, listen I can talk in Konkani, Gujarati, Marathi, Hindi and English which one do you pick You know only Hindi and English, and that you that too the English is very questionable. Like who oh, English ka dukan band and still they want to be, you know, they want to kind of. Uh, so I'm like, listen, I will talk to you in anything. Now the thing is, when I speak, when you speak sense, and when you kind of have, your are quoting facts. Now I am not telling you, uh, you know, I'm not telling you my opinion. I'm till now I have only told you facts because as a person, as a, as somebody who, uh, you know has been this is how people you know will perceive you they'll try to compartmentalize you and say that you're a pretty face you're a model you're an artist and uh, you know why do you want to uh, you know, give your two bits uh, because I am a tax-paying citizen productive member of the society so I will have an opinion about the way and the functioning of the society if I don't um, then there's a problem Yeah. okay so all of us have to, should, must be woke when, when this new word. Is woke, you have to be woke to what is happening around you, because uh, it is your duty. We only talk about fundamental rights. Have we, have we ever, ever spoken about what your duty is as a citizen of this country? I Never. don't hear a lot of people talking about that. So, um, you know. So I think that it is our duty. Like for example, I went to an Arya Arya Samad school okay and i have always been this you know this flamboyant so you know today also when my uh, when i speak to my principal or my teachers they don't have any problem with me you know they're like why should we have a problem with you being or your yeah. orientation they're like it, 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 it it's absolutely okay because in our school we were taught to respect everybody dharm in our, like you know we had a subject called Shiksha. we had we used to recite the mantras we used to recite the, the you know all the, the what do you call it the Gayatri mantras and all of that mm-hmm. so um and we only learned that you know you have to help other people when you have you have something you have it you have extra of something else for example whether it's materialistic or you know you're spiritually higher than somebody in terms of in your journey you have your uh, ahead of somebody you you need to pick somebody else up when they need it like that is yeah. that is what a human being is this is we are innately helpful beings it's just that we are primed wrongly you know? right human right. beings are actually wonderful beings
0: Yeah, uh, it's As just
1: that probably, some of yeah, us external
0: uh, circumstances um, society or uh, people along with whom we spend a lot of time or uh, like you said the kind of content we consume and if we consume that kind of content it's going to give that output absolutely
1: yes uh, so you know and then you can't blame it always on situations see now for example um let's say that you know now for example you have not been taught about gender orientation dysphoria uh, you know uh, well, sexual preference or sexual orientation and uh, different genders gender identities you have not been taught about gender uh, uh you know uh, how do you expression? This is not what you've been taught in school, but you have learned this because you have chosen to learn this.
2: You yeah. have
1: choos, chosen to understand uh, these terms and uh, these, uh, you know, basic, uh, how do you say it? They are not theories because they are realities of life,
0: right? So, you yeah, have wait, made a of, uh, I mean, just general society and people and knowing about people and, you know, karma, your own karma and your spiritual energy and how that affects people that's absolutely, like you rightly said, it's not taught to people, it's something that they have to learn and if they don't that's really on them to uh, have not spent the time or energy because you can't really blame that I was never in an environment uh, where this wasn't taught or spoken about. uh, Free society.
1: (laughs) And it's very surprising, You know, I'll never forget, I was in a conference and uh, somebody asked me, one of my fellow panelists, this, uh, this was in Poland I was in Poland I was representing India and uh, for this international conference this fellow panelist asked me so you know why uh, you know I've heard that it is India is very regressive when it comes to sex education and I said are you are you talking about the same India that I'm from or you're talking about some other country that I'm not aware of because we're the land of Kamasuta now I know what he meant was yeah. that uh, you know, you don't have sex education as part of your curriculum in your schools hmm. that is what he meant because he is of course, he is you know, a, himself a researcher and he's not uh, talking through his hat then I was, but I had to try and you know uh, I didn't want to concede and I, yeah, yeah, I hmm. wanted to like you know fight it like I said what are you talking about, we are the land of Kama Sutra and we are the land of um, you know, we are a very progressive nation and all of that I said and then he was like mm, but why don't people talk about it and why you know if i say sex loudly it's not like why why is sex such a bad thing yeah. sex is one of the, uh, the you know the basic needs of uh, human beings and that is how uh, you know it and it's not something that uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a basic want of the body like just like hunger thirst and uh, you know you have your sexual needs. So the thing is that uh, why do we as human beings don't want to talk about sex and then uh, expect our children to know everything right. while, exactly. while they grow up. The huh? So approach. it is like they, are, they have to unravel everything as they grow up. What is this, some mystery, you know this is some murder mystery or is this some uh, witch hunt that they have to on the way find out one one one, unlock one one you know yes. how we play these video games and you unlock one yeah. stage, the other stage, so what is this rubbish, like why can't you just tell your children what to do and how to do it and how not to do it or what is safe, what is unsafe, uh, what is uh, okay, what age should be, you know, what age should they be, uh, you know, exploring uh, themselves sexually. Their it own sexuality absolutely,
2: absolutely. Yes,
1: absolutely. It is absolutely, um, you know, an essential. And I think that, um, uh you know this is this is one thing maybe if i regret anything ever in my life is that you know i couldn't complete my phd and uh maybe i i might just get back to it uh but the thing is that i did, did my masters i did yeah i but after that i wanted to be an educationalist so i i wanted to actually be a teacher i wanted to be a professor uh but uh then then i started you know uh, i sort of got uh, engulfed and a kind of uh, the entertainment industry encapsulated me in such a way that uh, I said that even this is a way where I can uh, you know, spread my message.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. And like you said, it's not just uh, to be normalized. It's something which is essential. Because uh, if at all at this point, there are young kids, uh, because I think people about the age of 25, if they've decided not to change, it's really on them. And it's no point trying to push that opinion on them because now they've gone beyond that stage. I don't know what the stage of people who are above the age of 35 is going to be. But we still have a chance with kids uh, who are just about, you know, sprouting and if they get a channel to uh, rightly express themselves, if they're not surprised at this point, they'll possibly set the standard right for the next generation of uh, um, citizens and the voters that kind of administration which is not scared to talk about it
1: absolutely and you know when we talk about sex education it's basics like gender you know it's not like uh, you know talking about fetishes and all that like let's not <laughs> get it twisted okay that is that should be illegal like you know you should not expose your child to all this rubbish like uh, porn yeah. and all that that is that definitely let's not mix the two because then that is bottle that is criminal Right. right so we have to draw that line and say that this is basic you have to understand this is basic like there is there are not only two genders there are non-binary like people are non-binary as well they don't want to adhere to the uh, gender binaries this is some basic knowledge it is not something it's not like oh my god the child is going to be scarred for life no the child is going to be more accepting to other people as the child grows up you know in and, and this is a reality of life so sometime or the other the child will come across this no so Go when ahead. the child is comes across this in reality that child will better know how to uh, you know deal with it deal with the situation Absolutely. rather than being homophobic or you know transphobic and stuff like that yeah so these are basic things that you can teach children even at the age of eight nine I, I teach my niece I teach what is the difference between uh, you know a drag artist and a transgender person and a transgender person can also do drag these are things that you know i mean come on uh, these are things you can obviously tell your uh, children
2: yeah
1: right and 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 this is like you know for example now i will uh, i'll tell them i'll explain to my niece what is uh, you know lgbt i will not uh, show her like maybe i will show her you know these poems that are made for children to accept and love everybody the same way sure. don't discriminate and all, always, uh, you know, I have seen people, no, 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 why are you exposing children to, uh, you know, all this? What is difficult. all this? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean by all this? Like, yeah. you know, and then that is what I told uh, that that person, that Polish uh, person, uh, Polish, Polish, did I say Polish? Polish person say, uh, said to me that why are also so afraid of talking about, uh, you know, sex? Now, clearly, you all are having it because you all are one of the most populated countries. And then I didn't have anything to say. For the first time okay. and on a panel I was like shut like, and then of course you know um, I, I, I couldn't sleep for three days because I was like shit I lost that sort of argument like majorly because he's right he was right that yeah, why don't true. you talk about it you know in a healthy way. Not yeah. objectifying, you know, like uh me Tanduri Murigi who's alcohol say or chipsale. <laughs> what the what it, is yeah. this rubbish? <laughs> yeah, and who are these people? Do you want And these are women who will say that, oh my god, like you know, I I I'm like just keep quiet, woman, just keep just shut up. It's just it's crazy. That. Like people who write this also should be banned, first of all. Like I just Absolutely. can't understand it. My generation doesn't want to listen to this, but if you're going to feed, force feed it to them, yeah, you know, you're going to have people who yeah, who, yeah. who don't, yeah, you yeah.
0: know,
1: like let's make better content, please.
0: Yes. Thanks for bringing that up, Sushant, because I think this is a catch-22. Uh, every time I hear somebody who's possibly got some power or decision-making authority. Be questioned about why it's such crap content in the first place, and they'd say, "Oh, this is what the audience wants." And the when you ask the audience, our generation absolutely doesn't want to listen to all of that crap. Then who is telling them that we need all of that content? Just stop with it, right? It's really not necessary. So there is the feedback loop is broken, and uh, yeah, it really needs addressing. So for sure, <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Maybe one day when I'm on the, the on the censor board, I'll ban everything. and then start afresh (laughs) start afresh and then you know like uh, it it is just like because it really needs a revamp you know it really needs a makeover it's just strangulating to see such horrendous content and then these are movies that make 100 crores 200 crores and I don't care because these are not 100 crores that are coming to my house but what is coming to my house on my tv screen is dirt and that I don't want (laughs) you yes. know. <laughs> so, exactly. I think exactly. people must understand oh, this you know uh, and really? also celebrities one more thing I would like to tell the, you know children and like people who are watching this is that first concentrate on your art yeah. we want we need India is the is the land of art, art and culture India is not the land of celebrities so you need yeah. to be an artist first and then automatically when your art reaches a level which is uh, you know celebrated and ad, uh, you know you receive adulation and uh, you know um, all, all the love for your art that is when you will automatically become a celebrity because people will celebrate you don't okay. start with the mindset of being a celebrity or a star
2: yeah yeah
1: because then what is happening is that you are uh, not making you're making sure you are kind of curbing it and you're cutting yourself uh, in the way you know on the in the roots only, because you're yeah. not um, allowing yourself to evolve in the process yes, Agreed. Evolve as. An so first, you know go through the process. it's okay like you know it took me fourteen years like i'm just i'm I'm just telling you like tomorrow I've still I, I believe that you know my bucket list keeps changing every six months. Okay, I had not expected to be on the Forbes list. I was not, I did not expect to be, uh, you know, announced as one of the 40 most influential young Indians in India. I, I did not expect all these things. And uh, also, uh, I don't expect, uh, you know, people to um, live by what I say. But my, th- my only mm-hmm. thing is believe in yourself and make yourself so capable that people can't ignore you. They just yeah. can't ignore you. So that is one thing. Now if you are out there to become a star or just famous and you know concentrate on Insta likes and followers and all of these things. It's very short-lived. The shelf life is very short-lived till somebody else who uh, you know probably makes uh, you know a more sensational content comes along and then you're forgotten. Right. But if you make something iconic which will sustain itself through yeah. generations that is when you will be remembered. So co- always we must concentrate on ourselves rather than how many followers do I have? How many uh, yeah. are, are my followers more than she? Uh, why does she have like a million followers and why do I have only like 300,000? It doesn't work like that. Concentrate right. on the 300,000 right. that are actually following you and that are not yeah. bought
0: followers. Correct, correct. And we recently had a news about that and uh, about people yeah. buying attention which is crazy.
1: Yeah, it's well i mean it it see that is that that is up to each their own but my thing is that if you uh, if that happens to be your uh, you know the way your mind works also it will be harmful for you I, in my yeah. opinion it will be harmful for you because you are in a rat race then you know you're trying cool. to compete with other people uh, yeah. and and that is never a productive uh, that, that never yields a productive outcome
0: True that, true that. And like you said, I mean, it really has to do a lot with falling in love with the process or the creative art that you're trying to pursue and really going for it all out and putting all of your time in, into it so that it becomes something. Then just, you know, getting obsessed with your end result because that's never going to take shape ever if uh, you keep at that.
2: True exactly. that. But
0: behind all of this, Sushant, there is, and we know um, that there is a tremendous amount of mental capacity and mental control that you've kept to have that kind of uh, confidence and keep yourself centered and not let yourself be swayed by uh, opinions good or bad and it takes a lot of uh, lot of mental strength so where does that come from what do you do tell us about it so that a lot of us can pick some strategies from there and apply it in our lives I'll
1: tell you the best part of uh... (laughs) <laughs> that I've, I've sort of imbibed in through my journey of 14 years has been that I have stopped giving a fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah how and to it's, do that it's,
1: it's, it is a process let me tell you yeah. I began in my in my first show now if you go and watch my first show I'll tell you one thing okay when I was younger I used to take every work that came my way because I wanted to make a name I wanted to you know I wanted to hone my talent Uh, you know I wanted to make sure that I was seen everywhere so Hmm. I uh, took up all sorts of shows rubbish scripts horrible my thing was that I didn't have an option right I didn't have uh, as many scripts as an openly gay person Hmm. or an artist or a host that would Hmm. allow me or even give me an opportunity so whatever opportunity came whatever scripts were on my table not based on how talented i am they were based on my gender or my orientation okay that's the sad part of it that is yeah. that was a, but i took up all those things whether they were they paid me less you know i started off i remember my first uh, job was i worked for two days and i got about 1500 bucks
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay and two days as in 12 hour shifts each so uh, I was like Whoa, what is this my pocket money is more than this <laughs> okay now right. it was you know but the thing is that I was like what is this Yeah, this is crazy I felt like you know and then I actually literally you know the 1500 bucks I'll never forget I kept that and then the next advertisement I did was also around that about 2000 bucks and I took that 2000 and I See, I could manage and I was a student. So I yeah. didn't have some lavish lifestyle or something like that, right? And I am very, uh, we are very sort of grounded because of our parents, as you asked yeah. me why. We are very grounded. My father is has been a government servant, my mother has been a banker. So, you know, we are very, uh, you know, sort of middle class. Uh, we come from a middle class background. And even till today, like if my car is not working, my father was like, why do you need a car, you know, so he like you have to travel by the local train. So even yeah. today, he's like, his, our mindsets are only like that, like, you know, we can't fake uh, something for and, and show other people down or, or say that, you know, tomorrow, if I'm using a rickshaw, I'm any uh, less of uh, a person. Or, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how people even do this. <laughs> like, how do people even behave this, uh, you know, delusional like what are you talking about mm-hmm. it's public transport you know I mean if I use it it I'm using it so uh, there are people who are just so uh, full of themselves it's crazy like you know I have seen influencers also some influencers that will be like oh my god you know let's talk about body positivity today and then as soon as the camera is <laughs> over they'll be like show me my angle did it was I looking fat was I looking <laughs> I'm just like how crazy are y'all <laughs> it's crazy so I'm just like now I have stopped giving uh, you know uh, beep uh, because I think that if I had to listen to everybody's opinion um, and even today you know a lot of people uh, you know have a lot of things to say about artists or me or for example now i did not come or i did not uh, enter the industry because my father was something or i was dating somebody's son or daughter or i'm somebody's bhanja bhanji masi, nothing yeah. you know, i don't have any family connections they, my uh, literally my parents were uh, you know working class uh, you know and in, in service
0: yeah so, and you made it all on your own this has been i mean I, this isn't said enough in this interview or another or the extra hour that we're probably going to take in this live but you've made it on your own entirely on your own effort and time and energy and confidence and uh, that is just insane and commendable it's not insane it's commendable and it's inspirational It's insane because I have working. met a lot of insane you know.
1: people uh, in my journey. I have, and and you know, like there have been people who have out and out told me. Then I was telling you uh, about the the script that I used to get, right? Yeah. You know, when I was uh, in the beginning, so I used to get horrible scripts, okay? And but I still did it. Like you know, if you see my first show uh, as a host, not my first ever uh-huh. show on TV, that was I think some reality show. But like my first ever show on TV as a host you see the hate I have gotten, it was a very big uh, property, emotional atiyah right? and I, I hosted the uh, eventual season which is w- for what I got nominated as, uh, okay. as one of the best hosts on TV, television and uh, the comment section if you have to see that comment section is like when I was younger I used to cry I used to literally cry, now I just look at it and laugh, I'm like my god <laughs> what were people? What were they smoking? What, is, what are all these comments? Are they crazy? So um, you know and like I was like if you all had to use all this creativity that you will used to hate on other people if you had used this creativity and time and energy to actually concentrate on yourselves you would have actually been something rather no, than saying. just being someone who's commenting on my show on national television yeah. You know no. I'm still on God. national television. You I mean like it's crazy. Like you know you're sitting behind your phone and having an opinion. That, it's okay, it's cool, it's great, you can have an have an opinion, definitely. But when you speak down on somebody, you must understand that the person that you're speaking down on is like on TV, you're watching that person. So clearly that is why they have been booked or they have been hired yeah. for their services, right? Today it's not the same. Today when you see my content or you see my shows or you see my c- my web series or if it's like a film that I made an appearance in or I've sung for, um, the the mindset has completely changed. Well mm. not completely, but like to a large extent has changed. No, and there's a lot more love that I receive now than what I received when I was nineteen or yeah. seventeen. And if I had to break then i wouldn't have been here now and i would yeah. have i would like to thank you know everybody that has been so supportive right from my first directors uh, you know neha vidya ayenger to uh, it was an all women women team can you believe it like if i was in a full all women team kriti was there uh, who actually was the reason why i even did my first tv show kriti gogia and it was an all women team so I was very, very fortunate to have these people around me, you know? Yeah. And guide me. Uh, which is why I respect women a lot. Like and and, and I think that anyone who says that ye uh, kaam ke hai, and I feel like just giving me one job only. I'm just yeah, like, you, sure. you know, what are you talking about? Like, you know, you came out of a woman. Don't ever forget that. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, absolutely I mean, I think uh, again that's that's uh, a lot to do with the men in the family, and how they behave around the women in the family. Uh, which uh, affects it, and uh, I really wanted to have, I mean, just not just this conversation, but it has to be said, right? It's the men who are not uh, putting the right things out there. And it's just because of that, 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 gets carried around, and that's what kids pick up. And um, become sort of a norm. Right. So, yeah. Right. This Absolutely. toxic masculinity has to stop.
1: Toxic any ninety has to stop. Yeah. Whether it's toxic masculinity or femininity yeah. or, uh, you know, whatever else you would call it uh, when it is basically uh, a mix of both, yeah. neutral, neutrality, whatever. But everything, all of that toxicity has to stop. Basically. It has, it Elton has. is here, Elton is amazing, Elton is uh, someone else who I've, I've really always looked up to you know because uh, has had such a uh, colorful lovely journey as uh, as an openly queer artist and one of the leading uh, makeup artists in our country today um, oh awesome, you know, so, I so, Elton,
2: we see you in the so, comments
1: so you know that is and uh, you know these are people that have been have come before me now today I see a lot of people you know uh, going ahead in and getting opportunities that now for example in Elton and I didn't just get offered we had to yeah. really work and slog sure. our assets uh, off and more, more for Elton than me also because Elton came much before and uh, mm. you know it is just uh, sad that we don't thank people that came before us and paved the way for us okay like yeah, there has been yeah. Elton there has been so many people there has there have been uh, designers artists, directors, art directors there are there are people like Onir there are people like Harish as in activism, there is Ashok Rao, Kavi, Lakshmi Rada, and Tripathi, these are people you know you must constantly thank nothing you're not it is not going to be um, you know you're not going to lose anything you need to just basically be more grounded and be more thankful that you're even alive to see this day today and have respect you know uh, so uh, I think it is is, and also even you know powerful women even powerful allies like even men that have supported um, straight uh, heterosexual men sorry not straight is quite it's quite demeaning to say straight and uh, you know so sorry heterosexual men and who are allies and friends like for example you are you know like you are an ally to the community and uh, you know people who are allies to the community could be you know I don't know. I supposed you're straight. I'm sorry. Like you're, I yes. supposed you're heterosexual. So you know the thing. So see, you are an ally to the community. Where you are a friend of the community. You might not have to, like as I said, I don't have to be a female to be a feminist. So you don't have to be um, homosexual to uh, support homosexual rights. You don't have to be right. LGBT to support LGBT equality. It's that simple. Then exactly, we are, exactly. exactly. we are talking about. We are talking about. We're, we're just basically talking about equality in general, you
0: know. Right. Exactly, exactly. Very well put. So uh, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, just this is just basic human rights. This is not a special topic that uh, you need to give special attention to, uh, attention to. This is something that should be part of how you grew up. It should be uh, as much a part of you about uh, following traffic rules and respecting other people as anything else uh, should or should have been. But uh, if you haven't done that, i mean, it's really, really on you. Um, a lot of a uh, lot of comments here that uh, need addressing. Uh, Sushant, I think uh, we are at a 55-minute mark. We'll have to uh, take another session on this. So when we have three minutes left, we will wrap this and uh, then we'll go live again for a good uh, 15 minutes if you have time on your hand if that's okay with you we'll do that again
1: uh okay i, I can do 10 minutes for sure
0: yeah yeah we can do 10 minutes okay. all right Come. cool huh? uh, so okay. uh, just by the time we have uh, we have uh, i think another five minutes into this i really wanted to know how did uh, rani koinu revolve and then uh, you took that and then uh put The whole singing sensation into it. How was that evolution? How did that happen?
1: You know, um, okay, so I got asked, okay, now this I'm going to get a lot of uh, hate for, okay? So, not really hate, but like this was a decision that I made. Uh, when I went on to Saregamapa, as I told you, people were like, uh, the, the creative directors from four channels approached me, okay? Uh, I chose Saregamapa because Saregamapa is essentially a music. A, a hardcore music show mm-hmm. which concentrates mm-hmm. on music more than anything else. Right? They mm-hmm. don't concentrate on sensationalizing uh, where mm-hmm. you, what you do, where you come from. If you're, if you sound good, you'll get good cr- uh, critique. If you don't sound good, you'll get uh, you get eliminated. It's that simple. It is not. It's not like you tumne ye It is the longest running show in India. So I wanted to kind of, if I had to make an entry, I had to make it iconic. You know yeah uh, so 100 years later when somebody remembers Rani Kohinoor they will remember Rani Kohinoor for being on India's most uh, celebrated and oldest uh, Indian reality singing show now what I do ahead of this is completely open you know then I had a lot of other reality shows that I had a choice to go on to but I said that you know if I want to change people's perspective with my art Then I need to go to a stage which actually celebrates art for it being art. Yeah. Which is why I chose to go on, Sarega Mappa and it is a very, it's a very non-biased, it's a very, uh, it's a very unbiased show. It is basically, you know, they don't, again, as I said, that you know, not for TRP. Now I'm going to be very honest. I've done a lot of, I have done a lot of reality TV. I've done about six or seven shows reality television shows and uh, back in the day you know it was so unfiltered and it was so authentic that is why I am like this you know I won't be like you know I'll just sit like this and you know like have my fillers and I don't have any of that like this is how I am like I have two chins now because of the lockdown I have two chins so I don't care because I I, this is me so uh, you know when I went there like a lot of people were uh, you know wondering why am I doing that because I always wanted to you know sing always and my uh, cultural reference uh, sorry my uh, singing references have always been people who have had a very uh, who have not the, the underdogs you know of the industry like they, they have been they have offered uh, things to the entertainment uh, industry and the music industry which other people could not have like an Usha Utup for example is my in, in India she's one of my most treasured she's one of the most treasured people she's a, a national yeah. treasure in my opinion so these are my uh, cultural uh, again I'm saying cultural but my pop culture references like you know an Usha Utup in a sari rocking a sari and sports shoes and you know uh, in with the Gajra and uh, singing Frank Sinatra I mean that is something I want to see you know and, and, and not Absolutely. to say that you know I of course I loved Asha Bosley and you know while growing up and all of these wonderful singers but for me that vibe where she just broke all the stereotypes of how a woman should yeah. behave how a woman should where a woman should sing and Usha Uthub started singing in a bar yeah you know in Kolkata and uh, I forget the name of the bar but the first show I ever went to uh, you know was an Usha show and then after okay. a couple of years, I actually performed with her when I was about 18 and then just this year, I again performed in the beginning of the year, I performed with her again
0: Wow, that you was know, so
1: Exactly, so for me, I was just like and once I performed with her, the first time I performed with her when I was a teenager was in, as Sushan and then I performed very recently as Rani and she said I hope you're performing as Rani because I've seen you perform and heard you as Sushant but I want to see Rani perform imagine an, a legend t- uh, telling you this now I was over the moon okay like so I get my uh, you know my uh, what do you call it like my thrills it's they're not cheap thrills they're very expensive thrills like it's just <laughs> they're not cheap thrills but I really I was spellbound because that is somebody I've always looked up to So, um, you know, and then I realized that if she, if someone like her is taking notice to me as a drag artist or a drag performer, then I, of course, have to, you know, take it to the next level. There is no, uh, there are no two ways about that. So I had to, you know, then kind of, uh, uh, you know, take that into account and then just like go ahead with whatever, like I thought that is.
0: Absolutely, and I, uh, Sushant. For one, one of the things that I really want to tell you that for our episode, this was one of the highest episodes. Uh, not just on the live section, the amount of comments that are flowing in into Redesign's DM right now is insane. It's just blowing up. Uh, <laughs> So a lot of people told us you should really have a YouTube show. There is so many things that are so unexplored. You know, there I is. have.
1: I'll tell you something. I have wanted to do so many things, but uh, you know, my mother also, you know, keeps telling me, "Oh, you must do this. You should." Uh, Mummy, I said, mommy how many things? What on you should I do?" <laughs> there aren't enough that. hours in a day. I'll tell you to uh, for me to, like, I wish I could show you uh, my all my walls. Uh, you know, like, right from uh, you know singing to hosting to performing to uh, you know uh, mental health to physical health to nutrition dietetics i've done a course in uh, i don't think everything but i don't know when i'm going to use these degrees so so i uh, honestly had to really cut down on a lot of things that i was doing like i had to discontinue my column in the papers and uh, you know in the in dna it and i had to cut down on my other column in I times uh, and in times of India, I was affiliated with I can't my thing is that if there in a day we had about 55 hours or something, if a day (laughs) comprised of that, then I could rest I could properly you know, my mind would function properly. Now, uh, you know, I've taken to writing in another, you know, on another level. So now that is happening. I think that you know, when uh, I would love to have a YouTube channel that is, you know, if anyone's listening if anybody wants to invest for oh, sure <laughs> i
0: was actually going to tell you so uh, redesigned us we're launching a channel where every content creator is going to give special access to because there's going to be a lot of people and there are in the comments from your following who want special access to you who will not be okay with just getting a hi or happy birthday from you once in a blue moon when you get the time or when you see them so probably if they get you know special attention from you those 5 or 10000 odd fans will pay like a monthly subscription fees and you can do exclusive videos live interactions like these you where, know but uh, i'll tell you
1: something uh, i'll i'll tell you uh, if i do if i talk about mental health i and and if it is on the internet i will not charge anyone because i think yeah. that, that is me giving back to them now if it is a personalized session with me uh, you know related to workspace because that is my speciality mm-hmm. I can just see my friend yeah. over here Namrita she's a clinical psychologist so when there is a particular you know need for uh, something like which is which is an issue that is related to clinical or counseling psychology then I will refer them to people like her who are professionals in that particular yeah. space oh my god mm-hmm. I can see Nivedita here Nivedita is amazing she is such a boss lady herself and um, you know, she is the reason behind a lot of successful TV shows, Nivedita Basu and uh, you know, I I happen to meet her only
0: see so many people in the comment section because (laughs) of you and we've had this in the life I was shocked, Um, you know, in fact, when I
1: met Nivedita, I met her in Goa for an event that we were both part of and we were invited for and uh, you know, of course I had heard about her because she's so senior and she's such a, so inspirational as a woman but you know, and and I don't think she really knew because my thing is that Again, as I told you, whatever work I was doing was very like niche considered very niche, you no know? so the thing is that I was like, bro like i but you know it's, it's, I don't know what else, to, but the thing is that you know I've seen people like her and I've seen people like um you know as I said there are so many more powerful women even in the industry that have uh, achieved so much and has have set a benchmark. Yes. so I want to be something like that like I don't want to be someone who is just sensational who will say something ridiculous or who will say some talk through their uh, you know uh, their hat um, and, and, and just like not make sense I don't want to be that person I want to have I want to you know like just make sure that people are listening to facts as opposed to opinions yep. true
0: so, true because yeah. I think opinions are the lowest form. I mean people give opinions because it it's hard for them to form a genuine. Uh, I mean, it's harder to think, uh, and um, opinions are the lowest form of uh, knowledge that anybody can pass on to anybody else, and comes as a judgment, which is even worse. But uh, thankfully for uh, people, uh, we have you, and we are we're able to have this conversation with you. And I I really, can see a I lot would, of
1: uh, sorry, but I can I can see a lot of drag yeah. artists. The, uh, the up-and-coming uh, drag artists. I can also see Tushar uh, Gosavi, who is uh, you know one of the funniest uh, Marathi content creators so see you know we have to support local talent more than anything yeah. else I think it is it, and in my capacity if I can always and, and I've always done that and I will continue to do it is that I will first make sure that you know local talent has been given the uh, the pedestal the, uh, the you know the, to showcase their yes. talent the platform yeah. to showcase the talent because every time you know whenever we oh my god what are you wearing I'm wearing like Gianni Versace you know I'm sorry like I would love to wear like I would love love to talk about you know our local artisans our you know our wonderful heirloom industry and, and, and our mm-hmm. cultural heritage so I think yeah. uh, you know why don't we talk about our you know the 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 history of the Indian uh, textile industry started with Gandhi's khadi. Nobody talks about it, yeah, and it's yeah. so depressing. Yeah. it it is so uh, it it is absolutely appalling, and it's beyond me as to why are we embarrassed? I want to ask people: Are we embarrassed of our cultural heritage? It's terrible that you know people don't talk about it. We will talk about uh, you know Gucci and Chuchi and Pochi and we don't want to talk about you know our uh, local talent.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was so just I would, the national I day, I think, a day back, um, and very yeah. few people talked yes. about it. I hardly saw any. Yesterday, I an did, uh, you know,
1: correct. Yesterday, I did a, yeah. a live session where I was wearing a handmade, uh, you know, wonderful piece, which was, and you know, the thing is that people are like, oh no, but handmade is so expensive, and oh my God, and this and that. But I'm like, that is sustainable fashion. Like, if you buy. Yeah. Understand now. I'll tell you something. I have been a very successful, uh, you know, model and androgynous model myself. uh, And I've actually graced the cover of a couple of extremely important magazines when it comes to fashion. And if anybody tells me, Oh my god, is this the same top that you wore the other day? And I was like, Yeah, exactly. Your vision and your memory is not, you know, letting go of you. So it's great that, you know, you are, uh, you know, making sure that you, uh, you know, you are in tune with uh, what uh, you're very very attentive you know you're like Nancy Drew so I keep telling them that you know very good good for you very good this is the same top and I will wear it another 10 times in this week because (laughs) I just don't understand who are you to tell me why when and how much I should repeat an outfit (laughs) I repeat the same damn thing man and and that is sustainability we need to talk about it as today's youth we need to talk about all these things these are realities Instead exactly. of buying 200, 200 tops and not even using five of them, and then just buying them like ten in every color of the same top, yeah. rather than that, you take that one money and invest it in one piece that you know you'll feel like wow, and you'll have a story to tell.
0: Exactly, you know.
1: Exactly, that is exactly. sustainability. Uh, yeah. People need to really understand. This is these are my grandmother's year- earrings. I would never be able to afford them. <laughs> <laughs> But I could find only one, I'll tell you. See now this is the height of authenticity. Okay, I could find only one. So I'm wearing one. Right. Now who will who knew till I lifted this that I was wearing only one? My thing is you should wear it so comfortably and confidently that yeah. you know, even if people want to have an opinion, great. Is that opinion right. going to matter to me as you asked me earlier? I've stopped giving a fuck. I've really stopped. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, that's really important. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a statement or it wouldn't be uh, the way that you've been able to carry it because you believe in it and you think that, you know, it's just, I mean, it's fine if uh, there's one or if people don't hear about the stories of uh, everything that happens behind Indian handloom and the amount of effort it takes to create those fabrics, there is Western society which is out there appreciating it and we need that validation. To appreciate our own stuff which is crazy always
1: always it is I'm telling you this I told you about you know um, <laughs> it's it's crazy I told you about that panel that conference that I've gone to yeah. always they know more about us you know the funniest part is when uh, somebody from Brazil or Spain will have open yoga classes and I, and I will see Indian people joining those yoga classes and not going to yoga institute which is in <laughs> Kalina in Santa Cruz East which has <laughs> been there for it is the oldest yoga institute in the world you all don't want to go but you all want to do all this rubbish and you know and this all what I am saying trying to say is that your, we I think are embarrassed of our own people we are embarrassed uh, you know, somewhere down there, and it has been we have been conditioned to feel embarrassed of ourselves
2: you do know
1: that that is why we are that is why we are so uh, affected by fairness and these these absurd yeah. standards of beauty when it comes to women and uh, you know how a man should look, what a man should what yeah. a man should work as and you know what a woman should do, woman should not go out of the house and work, and women should not be this, women should not join the forces and and uh,
2: I'm like, who are these people? who are you?
1: and where have you come from you know like I just don't understand these people like it's like I feel like just like yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah. it's very choking I mean right down in general society I think it's also a lot to do with the numbers that uh, for us to be able to find people who we can have a conversation with and say oh god I, I finally found people who we believe are normal and that opinion becomes abnormal for so many people because just the general opinion is so shit uh, at the moment right through yeah that, that's true that. yeah yeah so okay awesome so I think uh, we've covered a lot of uh, subjects today and a lot of inspiration has been drawn we've met some great people there is one it would be incomplete Sushant if we don't get to hear two lines of your amazing singing if you could do that us, that would be amazing
1: yeah today my voice is much better so, uh, yeah. But first, tell me something. You're a Vaidya, no? I mean, are we related? Yeah. Because are you, are you Konkani? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, we might be related because it, we, our community is a very small community. So, you are. Yeah. Maybe you might be my fourth or fifth cousin or something like that. I'm just telling you. Uh dare... so Because I have cousins who are Vaidyas. No? I'm just telling you. So.
0: Okay. Okay. From uh, Gwalior Konkan, Okay. So we're going to discuss that off this chat for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Later. Later. Okay. I don't yeah. know what song
1: to. Okay. So now that they've told me that they want me to sing, uh, mm-hmm. can you ask them what they want me to sing? Like, give some suggestions and not, uh, you know, like very tough songs like "Lag ja and all of that. are like you know, I need to do a little. I need to like do a little riyas and all that before the throat opens up. Yeah. So be be a little kind and. Uh, for my
0: shit, I think uh, one तंगतार? of the that was on your Instagram feed itself, or the ones that you did in the last two or three odd weeks. The one that you did on Sarikam, I would really wanted to hear that if uh, you can. Okay.
2: Mm. <laughs> Hum agar kya khabr raastay mein kahi Reh gaye hum nashi tum kaha Main ahaa, tum kaha, Main ahaa Janija Junditi dhoondti ho
0: Oh my god, Sushant, that is absolutely amazing. Insane, man. That is just out of this world, to be honest. I, I mean, I had the same goosebumps I had when I first saw that video. It's crazy how you modulate your voice, it's so on point and uh, it's just amazing. Did you professionally train?
1: no I haven't but like the thing is that I used to do a lot of um, I used to learn techniques as to how mm-hmm. to modulate my voice as a kid and I my inspirations um, internationally were Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, um, Madonna so uh, and I used to kind of be very unabashed about the fact that I had uh, this this very unique talent uh, you know, I used to do. I had joined, um, you know, classical singing class, and uh, I couldn't uh, keep up because I was also swimming that time. I wasn't, uh, you know, I was also represent. I was a district level champion, uh, fastest mm-hmm. swimmer in Bombay in my age group category, uh, and you know, so because of all those things and and school and tuitions and. Uh, so music took a back seat which is why when I had the opportunity when I was 28, two year, like a year and a half back um, when I had the opportunity to join Sarengamapa I just I mean I had the opportunity to also join Rival shows. Now you'll understand what I'm, which ones I'm talking about. Yeah. But I joined this one and I said I have to sing because it. You know, when I was growing up, I always wanted to go on Indian Idol, and you know, I wanted to always, you know, go into the gala round and you know. Uh, and then I started w- w- watching The Voice. I'm so excited, like a small child. But <laughs> but I started watching The Voice and stuff, and then you know when the t- the chair turns and all that. Uh, I, so I really enjoyed watching those. So I said. I have to go and see the shocked expressions on people's face when this happens right so I wanted to see that happening with myself so that's why I I said I have to do it I have to that's why I did it so for all the people that have been asking for all these years they've been asking why why did you do uh, you know why did you go as a participant when you were already like you know I said because I because I can you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah, big time, why big time buy more. Absolutely. Yeah, why and who so party you for it? Uh, there should be a total isolated YouTube channel with you just doing that, nothing else. You know? because there is so much potential in it and uh, it's amazing a lot more people need to be able to watch that and I'm sure so guys I promise I'm gonna make sure I bridge that gap and we're gonna give you more access to Sushan. I'm gonna be behind and hey, my, uh, cousin. Make sure you, <laughs> my cousin has just messaged on whatsapp she's so uh, you know we
1: are also and most of us are so technologically challenged but uh, she's watching us and then she wants to um, listen to Dil Ne Tumko Keha Dei, by Shaan is it that one, they, let me yeah, hear the yeah. lyrics okay now because uh, cousin hai, you have to do it of course, of course. okay come on let's sing
2: Dil Ne Tumko chun liya hai, tum bhi isko chunona आप कोई देखता है तुम भी सपने बुनो ना दिल ये मेरा तुमसे कुछ है
0: Whoa, amazing!
1: I can't amazing. believe I remember the lyrics. I'm so bad with lyrics, but I actually remember these lyrics. What a beautiful song, also. And because uh, there was somebody, a couple of people asked for Ajib Dasta, the last song, and then we, you can ask me whatever else, and then we'll let like, yeah, okay. sure. Um.
2: know. कहा शुरू कहा खत्म ये मंजिलें हैं कौन सी वो समझ सके हम ये रोशनी के साथ क्यों धोआ उठा चिराग से ये रोशनी के साथ क्यों तोवा उठा चिरग से ये ख्वाब देखती हूं मैं कि जब पड़ी हूं ख्वाब से ओ जी बेदासता है ये कहां शुरू कहां खत्म ये मंजिलें हैं
0: Whoa! Amazing! Sushant, I absolutely love how you find your zone so quickly. I mean, it took you like a few seconds to, you know, find your place and just uh, start with it. There's, uh, that was mesmerizing to say the least. And Thank you. Absolutely amazing. Thank this you. is going to be Thank on uh, YouTube and Spotify, so I think we've found a lot of content for Spotify, and this <laughs> deserves a total cover of its own to be a track.
1: Yeah, I hope uh, I hope that uh, you know we have not ruffled any feathers. But if we have, I'll 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 enjoy it. Also, it's not like either way I'll enjoy it. So (laughs) I love I love seeing when people get agitated when you talk sense and you know when you talk facts. I love it. So can't wait for this. Can't wait for you to put this out.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, it's going to be out in the next two or three days. And I I'm really uh, loving the fact that you're on the same page with making people intentionally uncomfortable when you're talking sense and just basic things and looking at that reaction and then be like oh dude this is so worth it you yeah, know? yeah yeah
1: i love it absolutely enjoy it i just live for it so, yeah,
0: great awesome thank you so much uh, sushant for taking the time i personally have at least uh, 45 minutes of content left with me to speak and talk about but uh, since we obviously your crunch for time there is uh, the length of this episode that we need to maintain, so we're going to do another one on this. And um, okay. this is, uh, I mean, almost the end of our season one. This is the 19th episode, and we really wanted to wait to bring you on so that we make a blaster of an episode. And what an episode we had! I hope you had fun also.
1: I had a blast. Thank you, thank you so much. You've been amazing. So first, thank first of all, thank you, and uh, the entire time of the, de- uh, the team of redesign, and. Uh, uh, you know, keep up the good work, and uh, I love the fact that I I went through a couple of the other episodes as well, and they're real stories, and uh, it's always so beautiful when uh, you know you put out put across real stories for real people by real people. So I think that that's, that's great. So keep it up.
0: Wow! Thank you so much for saying that. That really means a lot to uh, to me immensely, because I've been uh, doing this first-hand. Smriti, who's been behind uh, all of the artists to uh, get them uh, on board by for doing this and letting us put out their stories, and we're gonna do more of that. So, uh, with the promise that we are going to bring your channel on to redesign and do something really special for all of our artist friends, who young artist friends who are on redesign, to get to learn from you or get some sort of access to you. Uh, I'm gonna say bye to everyone and with the heavy heart we're gonna explore that connection off track off the call and uh, thank you so much yes. Sushant I really had time I'm yeah. wishing you all the all right. in, um, in and after the lockdown hope you stay safe and uh, yeah I'll see you.
1: thank you bye take care thank you so much thanks thank everyone so much. for logging in bye
0: Oof, okay, so that was Sushant Devikar, the most amazing voice, uh, the drag icon, the Forbes 30 and the 30 icon, who gave us so much of time and um, so genuinely shared all of his story. Um, I'm honestly taking away so much from this conversation. I really don't know how to just uh, put a close to this conversation. I really didn't want to, but I'm just getting the messages that we've, I mean, extended the time for this episode we are definitely doing another one with him for sure so uh, let's wait around for it for the next time that it comes out this episode will be live on YouTube, Spotify and uh, IGTV for all of you all to watch um, so thank you so much for making this possible and turning up on this Sunday evening uh, equally I hope all of you stay, stay, stay healthy eat the right kinds of food, boost your immunity take care of your loved ones and See you in the next episode of hashtag backstage with redesign with some more amazing people and some real amazing stories to inspire you and uh, Keep you elevated all right guys. Take care. Have a good weekend. See you next time